Welcome back to Bobblehead Podcast and Happy New Year to our listeners. Tim and I are super excited to dive into this topic today, talking about mindsets. Um, you know, we, we did that the last series. We talked about end of year planning. We talked about reflection. And this year, in this first episode, we're going to dive into the mindsets that we employ and how we practice and hone that skill set to make ourselves better, to really think about our thinking. And so we're super excited that you're here. Let's get started. Good morning, Davin. Hey, Tim. How are you? I'm doing very well, thank you. It's, uh, it is January the 3rd, and it is cold outside. Yeah. I mean, you talk. This weekend was crazy. It was, yeah. what, 75 degrees on Saturday afternoon? It was. It was uh, at, I think we were talking earlier, I think it was at 2.30. It was 73. And by 3.10, it was 51. Yeah. I know we were pulling over some friend's house and as we stepped into the house, the wind started blowing. It's like, Hmm, that seems strange, but, uh, yeah, it happened quickly. Well, it was funny because like I told you, we were sitting on a patio by the lake, um, you know, having a, a late lunch and, uh, it started getting cold and we, we drove the blazer and, the, and for our listeners, <laughs> I've, I've got a 1990 blazer and it's, it's got that 350 in it. And yeah. you know what that 350 doesn't like Tim? It doesn't like cold. It weather. doesn't like cold weather no. at all. Yeah. And and it took her it took her a little while to start. She she resisted a little bit. But, She's carbureted. Uh, she finally, she finally cranked over. Yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking, oh man, we're gonna. Now, have to did you have the top on that on the? I did. Okay, thank goodness that'd yeah. been bad. Yeah, I think it's a pain to, to, yeah. to get the top off of it. Yeah, and, and so it just it just stays on there. I had a college roommate that had one, and it was same thing. It it's a it's a process. You can't do it with two people. It takes two or three. Yeah. You know, cause there's those internal bolts that you, yeah. have, to, that you have to get a release. But yeah. anyway, yes, it, it was, the weather was, was crazy, but it, uh, it capped off a, a pretty darn good holiday season. Yeah. Yeah. Well, speaking of that, uh, happy new year. Yeah. Happy new year to you too. This is our, uh, this is our first, first podcast in 2022. That sounds kind of strange saying it 2022. What did we start this thing in? 2019 was it 2019 it sounds like it yeah that's crazy we have tons of content out there that are just waiting for people to listen to <laughs> and, and you guys can be the first and you <laughs> we're gonna be we're gonna be like uh you know we look back at the caveman and see the drawings up on the wall there'll be this content that we have that's hanging out there one day in about 30 years people will go back and go man that was a really good idea back in the day how do you draw gap and gain like the concept of gap and gain on a on a cave wall I don't, know. I don't know. I think that was our first podcast, right? I don't, or I, I don't know, but I'm something. But uh, in my matter. head is conjuring up ways to do that. I think we should work on that. Yeah, and and I actually I'm kind of a prototypical caveman, so <laughs> you I, are. I just might be the one to do that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, golly, for sure. Well, hey, speaking of that, um, in 2022, one of the things that I thought would be kind of cool to talk about uh, today is is you and I have discussed this quite a bit. We discuss it with our team. And it kind of goes back to gap and gain is, is the concept of, you know, have, have you ever put on a pair of jeans that you haven't washed, but they've been hanging up and you put them back, put, put them on and you kind of reach in the pocket and there's like a $20 bill in there. And it makes you really happy. Like, Oh my gosh, I can't believe I left 20 bucks in my pocket. I could use that. And so you happily put it in your wallet and you are able to spend it. So the idea behind that analogy is, is that we do the same things with what we've learned sometimes because we don't remember we learned them. So mm. the concept of, of starting off 2022 is this, this is what we're encouraging our listeners to do. And this is, you know, we talk a lot about thinking about your thinking is to look back at the last, 
I don't know, let's just say for, for sake for today's discussion, two years, right? So that would be 2020 and 2021 is to stop and look back and say, not just what happened, but let's really look back and, and, and really take an inventory of the things that we're, that we've learned. We as humans do a really good job of looking forward and seeing what we don't know. We don't do a good job of stopping and looking back and seeing about what we do. And the reason that's important is several reasons. This is what we'll talk about today. So I'm anxious to get your input, but for me, it's important to know the tools we have. And so if, if I have a, a good inventory of the tools that I have and I have a project coming up, I feel confident that I have the tools to do the job. It's the same thing with our minds is if we look back in the last few years and really look at what have we learned, what skills do we have, what have we been through and how do we get through it in a positive or negative light and what did I learn from those things that every time I learn something, that's a tool and we put that and we should put that in our toolbox. But sometimes we're in a hurry. We don't take inventory of the tools. And I know that, I mean, I can't tell you how many times I thought, man, I really need that wrench. And so I'll go to Lowe's or Home Depot or whatever and go buy the wrench and come home. And three days later, I find I've got four of them. Mm. And so here I spent all that time going out to get something when I had it the whole time. And it's the same thing with mindsets, the same thing, same things with knowledge of what we've learned over the years. But if we don't take inventory of that, then it's a loss because we don't ever think to use it or it doesn't give us the confidence to use it. What are your thoughts? You know, so first, when you went through that, uh, that you know, jeans analogy, that putting on that pair of pants that you haven't worn in a while, I thought you were going with there a little bit snugger than normal, you know, a little bit more snug. And I'm like, man, how do you know? How'd you know? <laughs> been in my closet. <laughs> Tis the season. <laughs> Tis the season. Add 20. It, no, but I love what you're saying. And to go with that, that tool analogy that you're talking about, that, that wrench, you know, any, any tool that you use, it's a perishable skill to use it effectively. Right. right. And so that's where I go with this thing is, is the taking stock of it and using those tools for mindset, whether it's gap and gain or whether it's you know, any of the other things we talk about, it's, you have to be so intentional with the utilization of it, because if you don't like life sets in, right. And I think is, is humans, we're so default to be negative. We're so default to let the head trash and the swirl of life set in. And if you don't intentionally and actively use the tools that you're given in terms of mindset with gap and gain, or again, any, any of the other numbers that we use, it's the skill to use it, to wield it effectively is going to be gone. And then you've effectively taken that tool out of your toolkit. Right. And that's one less thing that you have to effectively go through your day, through a project, through whatever. Right. In fact, before, I think before, um, before we actually push record on this, we were actually talking about a video game from back in the day. And, you know, even looking back to those days, sometimes when you start just mashing buttons, we talked about just mashing buttons, you don't really know what it is, but it's out of fear or out of, I don't know what else to do. And we do the same thing really sometimes with when we have issues or we have opportunities or we have problems that, that hit us, the first thing we do is go into this fight or flight fear thing. And when we do that, often we just start mashing buttons. And, and sometimes we have to stop think back and say, okay, what tools do I have? What tools, what tools have I learned? What do I know? What have I been through before that I could use to help me with this? And sometimes it's not the complete solution to the problem, but it's something to get you started. And, you know, and, and that's why if, if we don't keep that inventory of what we've learned, 
then our first action or reaction is often fear. And when we're in fear, we don't think clearly. We don't stop and think of what do I use to do that? Um, you know, I'm really bad. We've talked about this, but I'm, I'm high quick start. So think about if we have, um, well, let me give you a for instance. So I ordered a, a half quarter wood about a month ago. One that delivered on the 19th of December. So I went on Amazon, looked at, looked at Lowe's and they were out. Home Depot, Home Depot, they were out. So I found on Amazon this kind of thing that you build pre-done, but you have to put it together that holds your wood and holds it off the ground. So I know before this thing even gets here what I'm going to do. So I know who I am and I know how I think and I know the trouble I'm going to get into where it's supposed to look like X, but I'm just going to start taking the pieces and put them together the way that I think it should go. And that never turns out right. Right. And so because I I know that's not one of my strengths, I know that my first call is to call Jamie to come out and help me read through the directions because she's really good at reading through things. Let's look at what we have. Let's make sure we know what we have in front of us and let's go through it that way. And knowing that I did have a few tools that could help us, but honestly, my tool for that was, I know that's not what I could do well. And so instead of me jumping into the box and immediately creating something that I was going to have to disassemble again to actually have somebody help me and do it right, I knew from the past that, boy, I really need to call somebody that knows how to read these directions well and can help me through this. I can do the manual labor, right? I can do the, I can put the, the nuts on and the washers and do all that stuff just right. But for someone to tell me this goes first, this goes second, that was huge for me. And before what I would typically do is just start it, fail, and then fail again and then call somebody. So, you know, this time I'm like, okay, it's going to take me a lot less time just to do it right the first time. Yeah. And, and I think it's, it's practice and it's iterations that get us to the next level. Right. I think of you assembling the wood or, you know, assembling the wood holder and, uh, makes you laugh a little bit. Doesn't it, it? Think yeah, about right, that. It does, yeah. yeah. Like it just, I can't even imagine how many parts were left over. But what's gotten you to the point where you are in life and a business, et cetera, is just kind of figuring it out, right. right? And so when you get put in those types of scenarios and you get frustrated, you get angry, you you know you hit your your hand with a hammer or something like that, you default back to your to what you know best, right? right? And you know mindsets are the same way. And I remember I had been in the Ranger Regiment for probably about six months, and we trained a lot. And at this point, you know, like I'm young and I'm completely cocky. And you know, I, I have the world by the tail, sure right? You do. And and so I'm, I'm I'm an army ranger, damn it! Like I can literally do anything in the world. And we were going through this like urban combat training scenario, and we had another military organization called the 101st Airborne that a lot of people have heard of was doing the opposing forces for us. So it's different when you have you're either doing it like in a simulation or when you're doing it like you know, you know, like trainees will be the simulated bad guys, but when you bring in another high echelon unit, the 101st is and believes that they are high echelon as well, you know, bravado goes up with it, oh, right? Sure. You know, like you, you really are. There was more than a couple of fist fights that broke out in these training scenarios. And uh, I remember it, it was, we inserted into this urban training scenario via helicopter. We have to clear, it's true urban combat. Like we're going to clear this building room by room and I'm, I'm good to go. You know, I've got this, you know, we're, we're going to, we're going to roll in on this thing, but it was the first time Tim that I ever entered a room against a, a real live, quote unquote, live enemy. And, you know, with this, you, you wear the simunitions and it basically can tell you where 
the laser where you point and pull and pull the trigger on your weapon where it hits. Right. And we enter this room and I remember as soon as I breached the doorway to this room, like I just whited out. Right. And what I did is I thought I had this thing, but mm -hmm. I followed my squad leader into the room and I shot him in the back. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. And we went through, you know, so the observer controllers to kind of oversee this whole thing, like kill him, they kill me, simulated kill, right? And then you you review this, the the battle afterwards, and it was such a humbling moment for me. Mm -hmm. Because again, I thought I had the world by the tail. I'm, I'm an army ranger, damn it. I've maybe been doing it for six months, but I'm an army ranger. And it taught me how much further you have to take your training. If you think that you're good, you're not good. If you think that you're the best, you're not the best. And you have to continuously train and utilize those tools in the most stressful of situations in order to really make it an effective tool, right? And and it's those those simulated combat stressors, and, and it can be in business or it can be real, you know, real life combat simulation. That's what's going to put you to the test, and right. inevitably, that's when we always default back to our lowest level of preparation. And so, for me, you know, that's a perfect example of why you need to use these tools. It's easy to use them. It's easy to have a good mindset when things are going well, right? It's easy to have a good mindset when sales are great for the month or when things are going well at home, but it's when stuff sucks is when it really tests your mindset and where it really will strain your effective utilization of those tools. And I, I think everyone, especially you look back the last two years, everyone's been blindsided mm -hmm. the last two years. I mean, it has been the years of the blind side and we've all, it's happened to all of us and, and to some of us more than others. But you know the question is not are you going to get blindsided. It's what are you going to do when that happens, and you know what what have you done to create an inventory of things that you know or mindsets that help with that or whatever it might be that you can stop and stop long enough to think. Okay, let's think through this right before I go. Just try to put this thing together. Let's read these directions or let's look at the inventory of these things or how should I think about this. And I can promise you when you pause that five seconds, 10 seconds, 30 seconds to say, okay, before I react to this, what do I have? What have I dealt with before that's been somewhat like this and what happened and what did I do last time or what did I do last time that I don't want to do again, right? Those little pauses can mean the difference between success and failure with how you're going to react to this because it's often, you know, we, we react faster a lot of times than we actually need to because it's an emotional reaction. Um, and, you know, to have, a, to have a good outcome with when you get blindsided, a lot, of it, a lot of it hinges on the delay you have before you react. Mm -hmm. And, you know, a lot of times th we think that the faster we react, the better. Sometimes when you hold off a little bit and think through those things and go through that inventory, that's when you have better success. Devin, help me with how, you know, you're much more structured than I am. And, and for a lot of listeners that are structured, how, tell me how you would go about looking back in the last two years at how do you create your inventory of mindsets and Im create your inventory of things you've learned over the last two years? What's a good, good logical way to progress through that? So for me, again, it's, it's practice. And what you're talking about that taking that tactical pause before you enter into that situation um, the more you train and the more you employ these skill sets, the shorter that pause will have to be. And then you know you've kind of mastered this skill set when the pause is in the blink of an eye, mm -hmm. right? Because you've done it so many times and you've employed it successfully and reflected on what went good, what went poorly. 
those it just becomes so much more iterative and, and, and so much quicker. And so for me, when you talk about how I sharpen that skill set or how I, I hone it, it's just that. It's it's take your pause, take inventory, do it, and then look back every single time mm-hmm. you you're you're put in that scenario where you test that skill set and give yourself an honest evaluation. And also what I do a lot of times, you know, when when we're in those moments is you're in the room as well, or Mike might be there, or Cody might be there, or Scott might be there, is to ask others how it went. Right. Right. Because I think we we're predisposed to believe we do things better than we do, right? And so getting that outside perspective and asking the people that you trust and that care about you how it went is a really good way to, to hone it as well. Because if you ask the question and if you're honestly humble about it and eager to get that feedback, you're going to hear some things that you weren't ready for right. or that you weren't expecting. But those are just opportunities to grow and to sharpen that tool even more. Yeah, for sure. Um, w- one, of the, one of the things that, that I've tried to do um, and, and, you know, used to back in the day, we were taught that at the end of the year, you make goals for the next year. What do I want to accomplish? And that's good. There's nothing wrong with that. In fact, it's a good thing. Um, but I think just as important as setting goals moving forward is to stop and look backwards and say, you know, what happened last year that I was blindsided by? What happened? Good. What are some things that I learned? What are some things that happened that really brought me to where I am today. And it's, you know, we talk about gap and gain so much and looking back 90 days and boy, I, I got to tell you the big wins for us looking back on 2020, two years ago, it sounds weird thinking about that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it blindsided everyone, but it, it did us in a big way too. And we were primed and prepped for an amazing year. Everything was in place and that hit, but also look back and go, that was probably one of the best growth years mentally for all of us for the whole team and it 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 literally changed our team and, and the old you know adage of you know iron sharpens iron and that friction that we went through in 2020 was what made us so strong going into 2021 and and not to just think we went through those things but what was it we went through what decisions we did we make what reactions did we have in 2020 that made us who we are today. And, you know, one of the things we have to do is think, who are we and and why do we do what we do? And it all comes from our past. It all comes from what we learned, how we reacted, how we've seen other people react positively or or negatively, and then taking that into account and making decision move forward. And, you know, once again, my encouragement to the listeners is just to stop, spend five minutes, even if it's just five minutes and think through what have I learned this last year, in the last two years, and what do I want to take forward with me? What are some of the assets that I've gained, not monetarily, not physically, but what are some of the, the, the knowledge assets, mindset assets that I've gained that I want to take forward with me? And I think what you're going to find is not only is it going to give you those tools, but it's going to give you confidence. And I think that's going into a situation where you've got an opportunity, you're blindsided, something happens, somebody resigns, customer quits, whatever, is when that happens, your confidence being up and great because you have those skills and because you have that knowledge is knowledge is going to help you make the best decision possible to make that opportunity or that problem a great outcome. Yeah. You know, you talk about a full year long test and, and it still kind of lingers to this day, the ability to really truly 
test who you say that you are, mm-hmm. right? You say that you're agile. You say that you're entrepreneurial. Right. You say that you're fleet of foot, whatever it is. Well, the economy over the last couple of years and the world at large tested that, yeah. right? And so again, we all kind of tended to default back to old habits, but it, we really, it, it, we were forged in fire. And, and again, we certainly weren't the only one, the world at large and businesses that, that understood it and recognized it and employed those mindsets and employed you know, the, the various tools to make themselves better are flourishing, but there's a lot of businesses out there, unfortunately, that they were unable to adapt and they're, you know, they're no longer businesses anymore. Yeah. Um, so true. And and it's unfortunate, but it's just, it's the way that the world works. And, you know, thing that I'll say about goals and and I, they're, they're super important and we do it here at access to, um, but it's, if you do this right, and if you employ mindsets properly, then it doesn't have to be this big cataclysmic shift from year to year. Right. And we certainly, if you look back three, four years ago, we, we needed some sledgehammers um, taken to the organization, but now for 2022, it's scalpels. Yeah, for sure. You know, and we're going to continue to finely tune this thing because we've been doing the things that we say we're going to do because we've tested our mindsets, because we put ourselves in situations where we've been able to truly grow. 2022 is going to be about slight adaptations and slight refinement and testing and continuing to get better rather than having to bring the sledgehammer in and knock the walls down every year. Yeah. You know, one more thing just kind of popped in my head is, you know, I I was doing this myself about a month ago and thinking through what have I learned? What's different? And I'm 56, 55, 56 now, 55. Yeah. 55. I should know that. Sophie was looking at you like, "Mm, yeah, Yeah. come on, do some math. (laughs) Not good at that either. But uh, at 55, you know, I, I think back of how, how do I react to things differently than I did three, four, five, 20 years ago? And, you know, it's, in fact, I was talking to a couple of people about this and, you know, I don't react out of fear as much as I used to. And I stopped it. Why is that? Am I becoming just hard hearted? You know, do I just not care anymore? Um, and it's maybe, maybe there's something to that, but the other part of it is I, I have, I've seen enough and I've been through enough to know that whatever happens, there's, you know, we can handle it. We can deal with it. There's nothing we can't get through and also nothing we can't learn from. And so sometimes you see something, you get blindsided, you, you know, whatever the case is, knowing that whatever comes from this positive or negative outcome, I'm going to learn, I'm going to get something out of this. And to look forward and lean into what you're going to gain from it on the other side eliminates that fear of what's going to happen in the situation, right? Because sometimes it's inevitable, right? Somebody leaves, um, somebody's upset, somebody you know didn't pay you, somebody, whatever the case is, there's certain things you can control, certain things you can't control. But when you step into that and know that I'm not going to deal with fear with this, but we're going to work through it and what are we going to learn from it? We're going to create a you know different or, or different uh, legal document. We're going to create a different operational you know manual. We're going to change the way we deal with people. We're going to change whatever it is. We're going to get better because of it. And knowing as we're going through it, to take inventory of those things that are going on, so that when we get to the end, no matter what the outcome, we're going to learn something which is going to be at the end a very positive outcome. Yeah, there's a reason that you don't act the same at 40 that I did at 20 or for sure. You don't act the same at 55 that you did at 40, right? right? Because experience and repetition are our greatest teacher. Right. If you have the courage um, and the lack of ego to, to learn from it. Right. And you know, you and I've talked about this a ton. I'm a walking, talking example of somebody who 
you know, had a, a beautifully rough year last year personally. Mm -hmm. Right. I went through a whole lot of stuff, but you know, like I really feel like I came out of this last year galvanized and, and learned a whole lot about patience and love and caring and how to be a better significant other and how to be a better father and, and how to be a better, honestly, as a result, a better business person. Yeah. But if I hadn't gone through the difficult times, I wouldn't further appreciate what it's like to be on the other side of the difficult. Yeah. We talked about that the other day Mm -hmm. and, you know, especially with, with what you've gone through and you're, you know, you're a different guy than you were even two, three years ago. Not completely. I mean, you're the same, same guy, but you think differently now um, about some things. And um, it's, it's been fun to watch that iteration of you. And now you're taking the things you're learning and pouring those back into other people you know, that other people have poured into you and it's fun to see that maturity and it's fun to see that level of growth and that confidence because, you know, you're, you have more of a true confidence inside, um, than you've ever had. You've always had confidence in your head, right? Mm -hmm. I can, there's nothing I can't do. I don't know if that comes from your upbringing or just who you are, but you, you've always been one of those guys that just, I'll, I'll handle it. I'll figure it out. Right. But now when you say that you have a different um, aura about you, you have a different confidence to you because it's, it comes from, you know, your heart, not just your head. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. And and I think as men, our biggest fear, one of our biggest fears is being found out. Yeah. Oh yeah. Being exposed for the, the the failure, the fraud, the, you know, any number of pejoratives that, that we believe that we are on the inside. Right. Um, And the world kind of forces us to, to play that role well. And, What's been fun is I feel like I'm evolving to the point where I don't have to fake the funk as much. Like I've been through enough to where I can, instead of using bravado to get me through a situation, I can use wisdom. Mm -hmm. I can use patience. I can use these tools, these mindset tools that I didn't have three years ago. And honestly, it makes life better. And, and, but every day is a challenge. It doesn't get, I don't think it ever gets easier. No, we just get a little bit better at it. You do. And, And I think, um, you know, you've done this and, and we've tried to do this and as an organization. We've tried to do this. And this is one of the reasons we started the podcast is about transparency mm-hmm. is being okay with being transparent enough for people to see your failures and to see you mess up and, and to be okay with that. And we've learned this from Cody even of, Hey, even though this was successful, tell me what I did wrong. Tell me what I can do better. You're on the outside. Help me understand what I can do better and be transparent enough to open up about those things and take that positive and negative feedback in order to make yourself better. And that's, that's been good. It's been good for all of us. It really has. 